Welcome to this week's Ask Amy. Today, as we approach April and tax season, we wanted to talk a little bit about taxes and we wanted to talk with the IRS. This is Special Agent Mark Wilson. You are not a tax preparer. You are not an agent. You are, well, you're a special agent, but criminal investigations. Right. Um, And so we thought it was a good time to talk on this subject, but it might not be what you're thinking at home. (laughs) What do you do for the IRS? I'm on the, uh, most people don't uh, know we exist, but I am a criminal investigator with IRS Criminal Investigation. I am a U.S. Special Agent. Same title as FBI or DEA, ATF, GS-1811, but I am assigned to IRS, and I work um, criminal tax fraud and other related financial crimes. I mean, so you do do the type of tax fraud where somebody is trying to not pay all the taxes that they owe, so we, we're, I'm not interested in, in somebody that makes an honest mistake. Yeah. Uh, you know, a grandma that, that calculates her medical expenses wrong. We're, we're going after those that try to defeat or defraud the federal tax system, uh, which is a, a very small part of the population. I mean, overwhelmingly, the majority of Americans um, uh, honestly and voluntarily pay their taxes. This is uh, the folks that are... Um, either failing to pay over the withholding taxes or uh, are involved in some other financial scam uh-huh. um, or other crime. All federal crime deals with money, and we are the best at following the money. And we are the criminal investigators of the government that specialize in financial fraud. Awesome. And where I wanted to speak with you, where I thought it was really interesting and where it might apply to a lot of people watching this and listening to this, is how these people who just want to get their taxes done right. and pay their taxes get scammed right. by criminals. We see it every year. Like how? Yeah. What do you mean? Well, uh, so a lot of times, uh, as, as it relates to uh, tax season, mm-hmm. uh, we will see, uh, you know, folks that that don't know how to prepare their returns. They actually, you know, they, they want uh, a professional to prepare their return. Go and um, get unwilling unwittingly scammed uh-huh. by the professional, whether they promised a, a larger refund or, you know, a too good to be true scenario. And so kind of what I want to talk about today is kind of how to avoid and what you can do to, to really uh, make sure you're going to a legitimate, honest preparer mm-hmm. that um, um, is, is uh, recognized by the IRS. Yeah. And what I do, just sort of helping consumers, I usually hear from people after they've right. hired somebody, their taxes have been done, they've been sent off, or supposedly, they, right. they believe they've been sent off, and then months later they're waiting for their refund. Right. And either the tax preparer that they hired is, you know, the storefront's closed, or they can't get in touch with them, and then they're calling me, and there's very little that I can tell them. Right. Um, I mean, do you guys get a lot of cases like that? Where yeah, and that's twofold. I mean, you will have the, the returns that were honestly prepared and and, and everything on them is correct, but maybe there's a delay in processing. Mm-hmm. That is not what we do. Um, and, and the only thing I can say is go to irs.gov. There's a, a tab on the main website called refunds, and there's a lot of information in there. What, what we are specialists in is the fraud aspect. So mm-hmm. the people that do get scammed, um, both knowingly and unknowingly, get uh-huh. scammed uh, by a uh, unscrupulous tax preparer. Yeah. And you've worked a lot of those cases? Several. Yeah. I have, yeah. And I've, I've been on approximately 17 years. So uh, I have worked uh, several of these cases, both in Alabama and Texas, and then uh, have assisted on multiple others with uh, other agents that were working them. So, 
So if you had to say like one, I mean, you know, probably dozens of cases, but one common theme in most of those where somebody unwittingly hired a, what they thought was a tax professional to do their taxes and didn't realize that, you know, they weren't being filed correctly or this person was out to steal their identity. I mean, is there one common thing thread through most of these that if people knew this or saw this, it would be a red flag? you know, the old adage of, you know, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. And uh, greed, uh, I would say, would be the common theme. I mean, obviously, we all want a, a, a refund to begin mm-hmm. with. We don't want to have to pay extra. Um, you know, it's all based on how much you had withheld and, uh-huh. and how, how much income you have. Um, but no preparer can get you a larger refund than another preparer. And ultimately, you're responsible for what goes on that tax return. So while you're having somebody prepare it, you're ultimately responsible for what's reported. And um, the the best thing you can do is ask questions, lots of questions from your preparer, and make sure the preparer is asking you questions. And then there's a few other things to kind of look out to. But um, at the end of the day, you need to understand everything on that return. And that preparer should be willing to go with you over that return and give you a copy of that return and let you know how much you owe or what your refund is. If they won't do any of those or they're kind of balking, I'd run. Right. And I think this is where it gets um, not complicated, but people say, oh, I don't know how to do that. I don't want to mess with that. Right. So I'm just going to pay this person to do right. it for me. So then they're not asking the questions because they're thinking, this is above my head and I don't want to think about that. That's why I hired someone. Listen, it, it, it's the same for everybody. I mean, nobody is excited come January 1st <laughs> about the tax season coming up. Uh, we all have that obligation to to file our taxes. Uh, and the, the thing I can say is, yes, it does take time and it mm-hmm. does take effort. And uh, none of us want to put forth that time and effort. But if you don't do it up front uh-huh. and there's an issue down the road and you are victimized by fraud, it's going to be 10 times the work and effort to get this straightened out. Right. And you could be subject to an audit. Yeah. And and the this sort of um, phony tax preparers or tax preparers that are, that are scamming people, um, those are some of the people that you guys go after. How hard is it to sort of unwind that and investigate those cases? Do they take... It depends. Yeah. It depends. Um, one, we need uh, the public's um, the public's help. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need them to be, uh, you know, witnesses on our case that come forward if they've noticed something is not right on their tax return. It's best they come forward and let us know, um, and we'll share some information on how to do that. But um, um, definitely, we need their help in mm-hmm. identifying it. There's some preparers that do the same scheme over uh-huh. or the same couple things. And we have these uh, scheme development centers across the U.S. Uh-huh. Then they have powerful computers and they can kind of generate and collect everything and see patterns. Oh. And that gives us the initial right. uh, lead a lot of times unless yeah. we get it from the public. But then uh, there are preparers that, you know, try to, we call them ghost preparers, uh-huh. where they don't sign their name to a return. Yeah, you know, why would you? Why would you, right? Well, then it's even more so on that individual. Uh-huh. Uh, and that right there, if anybody, if a preparer does not want to sign your return, again, run. <laughs> there's a problem. Right, there's right. a problem. Yeah, and, and I mean, I think a lot of people might be surprised that whenever they go to one of these tax preparation companies, whether it's somebody spinning a sign out in front of a shopping center or, you know, uh, 
somebody else in an office building right. that they you don't have to have any sort of you don't have to have any sort of license or right. schooling or education to say hey i'll prepare your taxes for 50 bucks or some percentage of what you get back right you should ask about their their background their education uh -huh. if they've had any training in, in preparing taxes um Everybody that is um, registered with the IRS to, to prepare tax returns will have a P-10 number. Uh -huh. So that's at a minimum. They should have that. If they don't have the, the P-10 number, definitely avoid. But there are lots of honest, hardworking tax preparers working out of their living room. Mm -hmm. And uh, there are scam, uh, unscrupulous tax preparers working out of one of these major corporations yeah. that you'll see. There's no one, one fail safe. But, you know, generally making sure that uh, they'll take the time to go over the return with you, because again, mm -hmm. ultimately you're responsible for what's on that return. They're willing to um, uh, you're, let you ask questions, give you a copy of the return, let you know exactly how much you are going to owe or, or get a refund uh -huh. before you leave, and they're willing to sign the return. All um, right. Yeah. Tell people how we can look up that P10 number. I mean, it, because at a minimum they should have one of those. Again, Anybody can file your taxes and they don't have to have one of those, but that's best right. practices. You should look for somebody that definitely has. So again, IRS, www.irs.gov. Uh -huh. um, there is a little link there and I don't specifically remember the tab. It's okay. It's we'll include very, it for people in right. the show notes. Yeah. Right. Very user-friendly. Um, the other thing I, I like to mention is the fee should all be transparent. Everything uh -huh. should be transparent. If the preparer is off, um, you know, trying to to get you to claim something or come up with something or they're like, we, we can fill out this form, but it's going to cost you a little extra money. No, they, you're going to have to fill out whatever forms, whatever schedules uh -huh. are needed, but they shouldn't, it shouldn't be a uh, pay for uh, pay for play kind right. of format. Everything should be transparent here. This, this, this is what a basic return costs. Here's a return with the business. All that Got should be it. pretty listed. It shouldn't be basically like, oh, well, once they realize that you're getting a $3,000 return, then right. it's going to cost because you this amount. A lot of people don't realize uh, these preparers that try to um, increase a refund, uh -huh. um, inflate the refund, they're taking a large portion of that refund for their own self yeah. in the form of fees. And uh, at the end of the day, if that um, taxpayer is audited, they're going to be responsible for that full refund amount, including the part the right. tax preparer paid. And a lot of times I see on these inflated return, uh, refunds uh, schemes where um, people are promised extra amount of dollars, the preparers are taking anywhere from a third to two thirds of that inflated amount. So oh, wow. it is not worth the risk uh, that the uh, taxpayer uh, is going to to take on to, to get this inflated refund. Got it. Okay, so we, this is a good time to take a break. We were gonna, when we come back, you've got some other good sort of red flags, things you need to do to make sure that you're choosing a tax preparer who's legitimate, right. who's not gonna get you um, investigated by this guy. We'll be right back. <laughs> Welcome back to this episode of Ask Amy. We are talking with Special Agent Mark Wilson of the IRS Criminal Investigation Unit. That's right. So, I mean, you sounds like you have a very interesting job. And so I, I was hoping that you could kind of share with us, um, you know, a fairly recent investigation or a case that you've worked sort of from beginning to end, the prosecution of somebody. Yeah. You got to explain how some of the, the fraud cases work. Right. Um, I, yeah, I recently had 
Well, this was a long, uh, long running case. It took several years to work, um, but it was just recently uh, the two ladies pled guilty. They're awaiting sentencing, but um, out of uh, uh, Waco, Texas area. Uh-huh. Um, but they had started a, a tax preparation business and were kind of running it on a word of mouth, uh, friends, family, word of mouth uh-huh. kind of uh, thing, trying to get clients. But they were known uh, within their community of getting larger refunds for folks. Uh-huh. And uh, they were specifically preying on people that um, lower income. Uh, I know a lot of, a lot of the victims, uh, Section 8 housing, um, and they were being promised uh, larger refunds. Mm-hmm. And when these victims, taxpayer victims, were pushing back and asking, well, how can this be? The two ladies were, were assuring them that, hey, they had the training and the knowledge, and they've been doing this a long time, mm-hmm. um, that they can prepare them a, a good return. And so, so these people were, un, un, a lot of them were unwittingly victimized. Um, several had been audited. Um, and they, you know, they, they put their faith and trust in, in people they people. either knew directly or indirectly. From somebody right, else. Yeah. Right, right. And, um, you know, a lot of the folks are on the hook for the whole refund. Uh-huh. Um, these ladies have been, uh, like I said, they have uh, pled guilty. They're awaiting sentence, sentencing. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, unfortunately, a lot of these victims had to work with IRS criminal investigation as witnesses for almost five years. Yeah, because these t- cases take a they, long time. They can, they can. I mean, obviously, the pandemic delayed uh-huh. uh, delayed certain parts of this case, but um, some of them move faster than others. This one uh, moved a little slower in some aspects, but yeah, they can take a while. I mean, and in that case, what was in it for those ladies? Were they taking people's entire refund or were they taking a large portion of it and people didn't know? Getting more, more clients, you okay. know, the more business, uh, uh, the more returns they could prepare, the more they were making in uh-huh. fee money. Um, not this case specifically. Other cases I've worked, yeah, the, the re, as we mentioned earlier, the refund preparer will take a percentage of the inflated refund. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, the, the main thing, again, to avoid is, is you want to go, or the look for is you want to go to a place where whether you know the preparer or not, they're going to take the time to sit down with you ask the questions, take your information, go through the return with you and make sure that you're comfortable with everything on that return right. and that you know exactly how much you're going to get your refund your refund is or how much you're going to owe before you leave. Right, because you said in, in some of those cases or some of the cases you work, people don't even... They didn't even know. They said, well, I knew I was promised a big refund, but I didn't know how much it was going to be until the check came. And then yeah. uh, I've had cases, other cases where... The, the people had to cash the refund check and pay the preparer an additional amount. Uh-huh. Um, you know, or the fees were exorbitantly high. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I like to, to mention is uh, if you make, and I, I'm just estimating here, I think it's $70,000 right. or less. Which is a lot of people if you make $70,000. Right, right. You can get on irs.gov and go and file your taxes for free. Mm-hmm. For free, you don't even have to worry about getting a repair. You can do it all yourself. It's very um, self-explanatory. The program walks you through as long as you have your W two, your form 1099, 1099s, and ten ninety eights. It's very easy. Um, but at least try it, and then right. if you get a little overwhelmed, you can always get a preparer to help you. Uh, but 
the, the best part about these uh, filing for free is you don't give any part of your refund away. You get right. all of it. Yeah, and there's also, so if you really feel intimidated, you go to that irs.gov and you try to at least start it, like right. you said. And if you can't do it, that's where the Volunteer Income Tax Assistance Program comes Absolutely. in. They will also, they can also help you for free if you make under that 70000 or under. Right. Um, and, and so, but the way you're suggesting you do it, you don't ever have to give any of your personal information out no, to anybody. No, that's, that's, that's another key thing is making sure you're very careful with who you give your Social Security number, your personal identifying information, and those of your, your uh, children, your spouses, mm-hmm. making sure you're very careful of who you give that to. I always... You know, uh, something I personally do is anytime I have to give my social security number to a doctor's office or wherever, I know um, I don't have any children, but but uh-huh. those that do, sometimes the school asks for them. I make a little note of it, of who I gave it to and when, uh-huh. and I keep that, like, uh, I do a Excel spreadsheet, but you can, you know, put that away on a piece of paper in a safe or whatever. Um, but I always ask if I have to give my social security number right. and if that can be avoided. And then if not, I want to ask, why do you need that? Mm-hmm. And just be very careful of who you give that out to. Yeah, that is good to make it to make sort of a spreadsheet or documents of it. I would imagine that might make your job a little easier later if, if it is a case. A hundred percent. And most of the time, the very first thing you're going to do if you're a victim of identity theft is, is go to your local police department and fill out a, a police report. Uh-huh. But they're going to ask you when, when did you give it out and that will absolutely help them uh you know if they get enough people saying this is exactly where i gave it to and yeah they can put the pieces together pretty right. quickly okay so on that note we always tell people file your taxes as soon as possible before somebody else does it for you and that's where sort of that social security number comes. it in can well. it can if your social security number has been compromised and this is for people that you know their social security number has a chance of being compromised or is compromised You absolutely want to file as soon as you can. Uh, Of course, you know, every year it takes a few weeks before the filing season begins. Right. Uh, It's usually mid-January. But you want to file as soon as you can. Uh, Electronically, this is speaking electronically, if somebody happens to use your Social Security number and files before you, uh, you won't be able to file electronically. You will, though. The IRS will make it whole. You can file a paper return, Mm -hmm. send it in. And it will take a human IRS employee to go through that return and figure out, hey, this this person's a victim. Yeah. Um, but that delays everything, and it delays right. the refund. And yeah. a lot of people count on those refunds. And you a know. pretty shocking, disturbing way to find out your identity has been stolen when the IRS says, sorry, somebody's already filed a refund under right. this Social Security number. You can uh, take a step. Uh, I know the IRS has started issuing pens uh-huh. uh, to, to um, taxpayers. And they can apply either through the mail or hopefully uh, through the internet uh, would be the easiest way and get your own PIN number. And then when you file your return, after the return is completely prepared, uh-huh. you can give that, you either enter it in, in the program or give it to your preparer. And it's just another level of, of safety right. uh, to make sure that um, you're the person that who this return is being filed for. And in our show notes, guys, we will we will put the link on how with information on how to get one of those right. um, identity protection pins from the IRS. Okay, so when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more red flags, other things that you can do to make sure that you're protecting your information to make sure that you get your refund if you have one coming to you. Right. We'll be right back. Right. 
Welcome back to this episode of Ask Amy. We are here with Special Agent Mark Wilson of the IRS Criminal Investigation Unit talking to us about getting ready for the tax season and making sure that we don't get scammed because you've seen a lot of these scams before. Um, And so one of the things that we talked about was um, things to do and not to do when you're looking. If you don't have a person that you always go to, a CPA or some sort of tax preparer, why is it important to find somebody who's available year round? Because we see a lot of these places pop up just for the tax season. Right. Yeah, a tax professional or accountant, uh, they're going to be open year round. Uh, People have... um, business questions and other tax matters year round um, mm-hmm. uh, and they're going to need help. And, you know, obviously you can file and apply for a, or apply and file for an extension uh, to file the taxes. And I, I think that runs until October 15th. So, um, yeah, the most of the legitimate places are going to be open year round, whether it's a CPA accountant or a tax prep uh, business. Now, it's not to say the temporary location might not be open year round. Uh, you know, sometimes at these major um, stores, you'll see like a small tax prep business open uh, for the tax filing season, and then that business won't be there anymore. But the company itself or the individual itself should be available year round. You should still have a contact, a way to reach Absolutely. them, to have questions, follow up about your return or any follow up questions. Right. Okay. Right. All right. That's a very good point. The other thing that we hear a lot of complaints about are these robocalls. Yeah. Um, and so robocalls, I get them too. You, yeah, right. I know robocalls are <laughs> yeah. actually down. Did you know that? Uh, yeah. um, so the FCC, they're actually reporting fewer robocalls um, at right. the start, at the end of last year, at the start of 2023. Right. But they're warning us that those IRS calls are going to start ticking back up. The fake ones. Right. It's funny you say they're down because uh, I know like <laughs> you, you get complaints and uh, yeah, I hear about it all the time. So I wouldn't know they're down because we, we get. <laughs> but um, yes, uh, IRS will never threaten. I will never threaten. Uh, I work for criminal investigation. And I can say n- none of us will ever threaten uh, uh, to arrest or, you know, if you don't pay pay this money now, we're going to arrest you over the phone or email. Those calls are 100% bogus. There are times where I will reach out to a business, um, you know, and call and say, hey, I need a contact or this is Special Agent Mark Wilson uh-huh. and I need to talk to so-and-so. I'll leave my, my information. And I always follow that up with an email as well from my .gov account. Okay. But um, these calls are different. They're usually, uh, you know, there's no basis. There's no email. There's no .gov email. Yeah. Um, most of the time, I'm going to show up in person first. And I'm going to identify myself. I've got credentials, with of course. Yeah, yep, yep. Yeah. And, and, you know, to show everybody. Yeah. And regardless, I mean... Any law enforcement or anybody that works for the government in any any capacity, if they show up at your door, you're going to want to see their credentials. Right. So don't, who they are. don't fall for those robocalls. No. Um, whenever you hear them just hang up, you can also report them um, to the... TIGDA. Uh, okay. TIGDA. Um, so that's the... Um, Treasury. Ta- Treasury Inspector General of Tax Administration. Thank you. <laughs> and in uh, our show notes, we're going to show, give people a link of where they can report right. those if they'd like to. They collect that information. Obviously, you don't have to turn it over, but uh, they would sure like all the tips. Uh-huh. Uh, they collect that information, and then uh, they have been successful working cases on these uh, robocall uh, um, leaders of these uh, robocall yeah. scams. And so. shutting down some of those sort of call Absolutely. centers, those fake yeah. call centers. Both domestically and internationally. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, I feel like we have. I mean, whenever they've made some of those busts and some of those arrests and shut some of them down, then you do feel like over the next few months, 
you're getting fewer of those calls. So probably right. Um, talking about reporting things, I mean, your office does like to hear fraud reports and receive fraud reports from the general public. Right, we do. We rely heavily on the general public to to share information on not just tax fraud, but other financial fraud. Mm -hmm. uh, we do a lot of money laundering, um, other crim you know, other financial fraud cases. It could be uh, embezzlement, um, public corruption. Uh, like I said, all federal crime deals with money. And mm -hmm. so those tips can be shared on Form 3949. Yes, I you know can't nobody... just send an email. There's a form for that. Right, there's a form for that. It's on irs.gov. You can search the forms and find it. It's Form 3949. I know you'll put that on the website we as well. Will. In fact, we can even give you a copy of that form to, to put up there. Oh, wow. And uh, it can be filled out anonymously. However... We do appreciate uh, the contact information of the person filling it out. Uh, we promise to keep their identity confidential. Uh, none of our cases are just one witness. Uh -huh. we, if, if something is a viable criminal lead, we will be talking to many different people and getting information from many different sources uh -huh. for us to work that investigation. So it's never a he said, she said thing. Uh, and I've had these forms filled out from everything from, you know, a... Um, work partner to to a uh, angry spouse ex-spouse uh -huh. to uh you know somebody that's been a victim themselves right and um we look at each one of these i mean i think that's very interesting because you don't necessarily um have to have all the proof but it no. probably goes a long way maybe they have a little piece of something that you could use in a case and then maybe you get 50 other complaints a hundred percent right, right. Yeah. and then and then also the form allows you if, if others have the same issue you can put that down on there too okay so, um all right we yeah. will link you there on irs.gov um, forward slash ci we'll put that right. and put that link to that form for folks there okay so we're wrapping up our time but if you could give people sort of the top three takeaways things that they can do to make sure that they are using a legitimate tax professional to prepare their taxes this season, what would those be? Right. Uh, make sure you go to somebody that uh, is first registered with the IRS. They have a P-10, a prepare uh, identification number. Mm -hmm. uh, that would be first and foremost. And then I would ask, uh, again, about their background, education and training and preparing returns. And that make sure they're willing to go through the return with you. Mm -hmm. uh, and sit down with you, ask the hard questions. I know, again, we talked about it, it takes time out of your day. Uh, nobody wants to do it, but at the end of the day, if, if you don't and you're a victim of a fraud or scam, your refund could be delayed. Uh, you know, the case could go on. Um, they could take your information. So you want to make sure to avoid all that and, and cause you less pain in the future. Absolutely, because even if you pay somebody else to prepare it, you as the taxpayer are still the responsible person for right. the information on that return. Right. All 100%. right. 100%. Special Agent Mark Wilson, thank you so much for coming in and talking to us today. We will make sure that you have all the information for all the links, all the forms that we mentioned in the show notes for this show. We thank you so much for joining us today. Happy tax season. <laughs> <laughs>